0: hi logan hi kim oh man okay this is gonna be i really just want to warn the audience ahead of time like this is this might be a long one we don't really know we have no idea yeah. what's gonna happen
1: yeah I mean, we, we don't want to dwell on things but at the same time we do want to get our feelings out so also maybe just lower your volume just like slightly because <laughs> don't know how angry the volume could get so
0: we really we have no idea what's about to happen like we might cry we might yell Mm -hmm. we might well we will definitely curse (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are some things about to happen you guys Mm -hmm. um (laughs) yeah but in the back half of the episode i don't know if it'll be a half but the back part of the episode we are Mm going to talk about a new series That just started that we highly recommend. Uh It's called Fire Uh Country. Comes on CBS Fridays at nine. Man, yes, Uh it was good. Uh It was so good. And we'll get into that for sure. So it's not gonna be all (laughs) ranting and raving. There will be some some good stuff. And I am gonna ask Sarah if maybe she can put a timestamp in the description for when Uh the fire country stuff starts. Uh That way, if you don't want to hear us talk about (laughs) One Chicago, you can skip it. Uh-huh. Um I don't know if we're gonna do that, but I am just so you guys know. We are thinking about that. So, uh-huh. like uh-huh. it's there in our brains. We know uh-huh. some people may not want to rehash it. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see if we can do that. If we can do that, look in the description. There should be a timestamp and just forward your way to that uh-huh. point and get uh-huh. you past all of this. Um, but first we're gonna talk about one Chicago and we have some listener thoughts uh-huh. that we will get to when we are done with our thoughts. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, yeah so let's just we'll touch on on med just briefly since we're talking about when chicago med was fine yeah, i feel not, like the med special. writers were I feel like the med writers knew that like fire and pd were gonna uh-huh. freaking uh-huh. murder us so they were like ah we won't we'll give you guys a break this week we won't yeah. do anything i really do feel like that's what happened they're like you're gonna get enough I... nonsense for the next two hours so we'll we'll make it a boring one
1: yeah it's it's also hard like i mean. We were such fans of MED last season.
0: Oh my God. It was like, it, it was weird because it was like our favorite of the three. I know.
1: And honestly, like I'm still, me personally, and I'll preface this now, I'm still going to watch MED and PD and we'll still get into this later. I might, I might still watch MED. But Chicago Fire, will have some thoughts in a minute and you'll understand why, but I'm still yeah. going to watch it. But I'm, I'm not feeling that excited feeling like I did last year for Chicago MED. And I think part of it is, you know the cast of characters that they had that they yeah. said goodbye to at the beginning of the season, and I'm like, huh? And so yeah, there's more people
0: now, and it's just I don't know. It's for me, it's not working. I'm 100%. curious, right? I'm curious what happened with Guy Lockhart and like Dylan. Like, did he want to leave, or was that another stupid decision made by somebody else?
1: I I don't know because I'm real confused because everybody adored
0: yeah dr dylan scott he was he was awesome and i mean we had some do. issues when they kept like trying to make him do the cop thing like yeah. you know we already have fire cop on on chicago fire mm-hmm. we don't need like med cop yeah on on chicago med but i mean that was it though that was like the only thing everything mm-hmm. else we loved him he mm-hmm. was great mm-hmm. i love both the newbies last year and we mm-hmm. lost both of them mm-hmm. it's so weird and then these newbies i don't like at all no i mean the ed guy He's fine.
1: Oh Nothing. yeah, the guy with Ethan. He yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. It, the surgical dude. I want to drop kick him, Mm-mm. slap him. I'm sorry, cause any bodily harm. He is the most
0: asshole of assholes, and I hate him. Yeah, and then the the fellow that's working with Doctor Charles.
1: She's not a uh, doctor. Yeah, it's Doctor Cuevas. It's I I don't mind her, but it's they're still needing to figure out.
0: She's their kind she, of she she. Uh, mm, I think she's a little too high on herself and what she knows you know like she feels like she's accomplished and i want to be like girl you you don't know nothing yet like uh, the stuff that dr charles has seen she hasn't seen yet i know and i just want to be like i I feel she needs to like really really embrace that like Mm -hmm. uh it just bugged me rubbed me the way but i will say i am excited for april i know I know I'm like so curious as to where that's going and I loved Ethan and Hannah that was a uh-huh. really great combination I know. um it's just it that, wasn't a combination I was expecting but it worked I love it when they shake things up I love yeah, it
1: the, I'm also I mean, not that, gonna lie I'm I'm enjoying this different side of Ethan that we've kind
0: too. of been getting to see like the softer uh-huh. yeah I am too uh-huh. um I yeah I mean I I think he went through a lot last year. And I can understand why that would change a person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really like that they're letting him grow from that. I think that's oh, interesting. Absolutely. Story. So, yeah, there are things on med that, like, I really think are are going to be interesting going forward. But there's also some things happening, like, with, with Crockett that I'm just like, what is going on?
1: He's slowly becoming the Will Hall set of and I don't uh, like it
0: I don't either
1: because he used to be the doctor I wanted to be want to treat me if I ever happen to go to Chicago med and that's quickly changing and I don't like that Bring I don't back not like either pocket.
0: he he needs to to uh course correct real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um anyway but I I think I'll keep watching med I don't know that we're going to talk about it on here yeah <laughs> but uh I'll still watch that um and then let's talk about PD because that's not as heart wrenching. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is still over... it is, but it's 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 a it's, different, it's different kind. it's different. Yeah, because I most somebody's I, still alive. I'm sorry. You know what? I, this is what I said on in on our Instagram page. I said like at least Jay is planning to come back in eight months. You yeah. know, <laughs> like at least there's that. But I. I laughed through most of it. Let me just be real because the writing was so stupid. It was so stupid. It was like laughably stupid. It was heartbreaking because Tracy and Jesse Lee Soffer like played the heck out of it. Mm -hmm. But it was also just completely out of character for him. He was was... like a totally
1: different person. I still, I'm going to go back and rewatch it at some point because. It was hard watching the episode. I was very in and out of the episode. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, considering.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: But it was just really hard at certain points because it's... We've all gotten to know Jay Halstead for 10 years. And for it to go out this way, it Mm -hmm. felt weird. It felt rushed. It didn't... I mean, obviously, characters can have different bad days, as Derek Haas has said. Whatever. But at the same time, you don't say farewell to a character and have it be something so different to every facet of the character we've learned over the course of like 10 plus years because yeah keep in mind we did see jay Halstead first on chicago fire too longer than pd and it's just it's like i'm sorry
0: you're saying what now excuse me yeah yeah no i i mean okay (laughs) even from the okay from the finale of last season to the third episode of this season those two jays no, are totally different characters it's two totally different
1: people it's I think I've made this joke in the past but is this jay's evil twin brother that we don't know about
0: like it has to be I mean that's <laughs> the only like what mm-hmm. it was so weird mm-hmm. um i <laughs> the only thing you can say is that they didn't kill him that's yeah. that's literally the only thing you can say about it I I don't know I feel like if it were me okay let's because first of all we suspect speculation that this wasn't anybody on the show's choice right so if if I was told as a writer this character needs to go by the end of episode three first of all the Berzik episode would not have been episode two I don't care if you need to answer the question about the house from the finale that or the second to last episode. I understand that, but that would have waited. Everything would have been put on hold mm-hmm. except for the Jay story. Mm-hmm. And you would have explained why <laughs> he feels like he's a different person. Like, what? why? What mm-hmm. happened? Because they imply that something happened to push him there, but we have no context no. for what pushed him there. No, because it's just we get we because we all remember
1: the jay holstein from last season who happily punched voight in the face right and then is
0: so buddy buddy starting 10-1 there's no explanation for all of a sudden why he feels as if he can't live in a world of gray no i mean i can understand that as a reason to need to leave the unit it's Mm -hmm. like there's too much gray and i just don't know what to do with it i totally get that when you're working closely with hank voight that's a definite issue Mm -hmm. but there was no buildup as to why he felt that way mm-hmm. and if it were me the premiere would have been a setup for that the second episode would have been a setup for that ending with him deciding to take the job mm-hmm. and then the third episode would have been his last week with intelligence that way you get the goodbyes that you need yeah for the closure that was the
1: other th- of three beefs that i have other than the line we'll get to that jay said to wait in a minute is that we didn't really get a true goodbye with him and Haley because they said goodbye in their apartment but she didn't drop him off I'm sorry like
0: well he was like uh I gotta go my flight's leaving in two hours peace like what no you're not gonna talk about that with your wife no your wife yeah the person you are married to you're not gonna be like oh by the way I have this job offer and I'm thinking of taking it because I just intelligence is not a healthy space for me right now
1: yeah and we're not talking like oh just going to maybe georgia for a couple months bolivia Mm -hmm. no he's going
0: to yeah like (laughs) But matt casey is closer to sylvie brett no then jay halstead will be to anybody no so
1: (laughs) yeah but other two beefs i have is that no will halstead goodbye i'm sorry once again we don't even His know brother. if Will knows that he's leaving I, like I really hate like I love that they're brothers I do but the show never the shows never leaned in the amount that they
0: should have like they did it they, early they on they did for a while yeah like they did for a little while and then it's been like the last three seasons or so there's been no acknowledgement yeah, and I mean, of it. yeah COVID played a part in it. But they're still brothers I'm sorry we can't just forget that they're brothers and have them well, first of gear, all gear okay back. listen we've had uh, I mean Kevin has been on med didn't like Kim make an appearance on med yeah and if those characters can make an appearance on med Jay can just like pop over and check in with his brother like I know. just once a season even I know. doesn't even have to be something that happens all the time I know <laughs> just, like every now and then and, I mean, the most interaction we've had was Will calling Haley mm-hmm. about why he was being so secretive, like, last episode. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, That's I, it. I think in part, like, maybe I think when Will was getting his apartment building, he said Jay talked to him. But I'm like, we didn't get to see any of that. And it's just like, once again, hey, part I'm of it, here. your wife, but also your brother, you're telling him you're leaving the country. Like, you might not be available for getting a drink at Molly's later
0: especially because their dad is dead right yeah. like you there's no other family your, your brother is is all you have in Chicago yeah. and like yeah why would uh, yeah yeah and so my
1: last little rant on it is also like you said the intelligence unit nothing together no work all working together for 10 years no.
0: and nothing <laughs> nothing he's just gone like what well, I yeah I, I If it were me, everything else would have been put on hold until after Jay's exit. Then you can get into introducing the new guy and Berzik and all of that stuff. But first, you got to deal with this. So in my opinion, everything else should have been put to the wayside. Not that I didn't love the Berzik we got. I did. No, Literally, Burzik is the only thing that's like tempting me to keep watching PD because oh. I, I love to. I, I want to see it. I want it to work out for mm-hmm. them. I don't trust that it will i don't trust anything when it comes to one chicago anymore i just don't Mm -hmm. um which is sad because i want to but i can't um yeah but the the final scene should not have been with void
1: no because it just like i'm getting like teary-eyed thinking about it because the impact that jay halstead has had in one chicago across all of these shows he should have had like a ginormous party at molly's with people giving him hugs and being like goodbye and walking out with
0: like at least a scene with the unit like if you think about (gasps) jesse spencer's exit on fire Mm -hmm. there was a group hug with all the original Mm -hmm. people that were left on the show Mm -hmm. right that was a big moment yeah i may have my issues with some things that have happened after his exit but the exit itself for jesse spencer was pitch perfect Mm -hmm. the reasons that he left now in reality would those reasons have been the same could he have been able to bring the boys to chicago and would the social worker and the guidance counselor have said what they said no okay the show has to manufacture the drama Mm so If they're going to manufacture the drama, that's the reason for Matt to leave Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. That made sense. It was in character. They gave us goodbyes with certain characters. Mm I am still bitter we never got an official passing of the torch with Matt and Stella. Mm -hmm. But that's the only complaint that I can really Mm -hmm. have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They did so well with that. It should have been very similar Mm -hmm. with Jesse Lee Soffer. We should have had scenes with the unit as a whole, Mm -hmm. acknowledging what he did for the unit and sending him off properly. Mm-hmm. I, so for me, the third episode should have been the second episode. Oh, yeah. And the first and the second should have been about explaining mm-hmm. why he feels like he cannot be in intelligence right now. Mm-hmm. Because that's understandable. I mean, everybody has mm-hmm. a point in their career where it's like, I can't, I gotta, mm-hmm. I, there's gotta be a change. I gotta change mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody reaches that point. Yeah. So that's an understandable thing. Mm-hmm it's the lack of explanation
1: yeah and so, oh, and the reason being that jay wants to become
0: void what no that's so the last scene okay let's talk about this now <laughs> so the last scene shouldn't have been with void but it was mm-hmm. um and he says void says okay i get that you don't want to be me and jay's like no it's the opposite i do want to be you and i was- <laughs> We were on FaceTime with the pod squad and the uh-huh. way so funny it's it's burned into my brain uh-huh. like the way Lauren laughed yeah. the minute that line like left uh-huh. his uh-huh. we were all like what are we hearing right now this is ridiculous uh-huh. and just all of our faces
1: are being like are you fucking kidding me And that's what, what it comes down to <laughs> I'm sorry who who is this who's saying this is this jay saying this right now because that doesn't compute with my brain of everything i know about jay halstead
0: world did jay ever want to be void never ever never ever ever oh my like from the beginning so it's just so bizarre that that's what they chose to do Mm -hmm. it would have been better to stick with the i'm leaving because i don't want to be you Mm mm-hmm you know, I that, the, would I'm, have had I'm, so much more
1: gravitas yeah. to it of being like, yeah. I know I'm better than this and I need to go prove that to myself. Yeah. And to- that
0: would have been much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just, I need something different because I want to be, it. I'm like, but, but what has shown us that he wants to be, I mean, I, other
0: than the these out think, of character last couple episodes. Right. Exactly. I think their intention was to say that Jay saw himself slowly becoming. Yeah. Roy and that's what he's trying to avoid mm-hmm. but the thing is until the last three episodes he wasn't anywhere close to becoming no. void so what happened i, I don't know <laughs> like, why did how did he go from i mean okay my mom my mom watches the shows she was convinced that jay was like cozying up to Voight to basically um spy on him and like inform on him to Mm -hmm. internal affairs that's what she was convinced was happening I would have been fine with that that's what it looked like right because this is a totally different Jay it makes no sense unless he's trying to get Voight to let his guard down Mm -hmm. but no it turns out there he was genuinely cozying up to Voight like when did Jay become Voight's puppy I don't know and I'm
1: just gonna still continue to be sad and mourn the fact we're not gonna get our sergeant jay halstead era that i was hoping for over the summer
0: so strange i just don't understand the decision i also that upstead scene okay tracy acted her ass off oh they both they both did yeah i mean but tracy's you can't just leave is like the way she said it is in my head for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it sounded it sounded like a little kid I mean, it sounded yeah like a little kid saying that. I yeah, because it's the love of your
1: life saying, "I have to leave now,"
0: just like I mean, a lost little girl yeah. is what she sounded like. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that for her. I hate that for Haley so much.
1: I want to stop it's basically
0: women on the. Show. Can we? Can we please stop? I don't understand, okay, with the female characters, it is always, even with Sylvie on fire in a less, less traumatic way, Mm -hmm. it is always that they have to choose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They cannot have both. They cannot be happy personally Mm -hmm. and fulfilled professionally. Why? Can we, can we unpack that with the writers of these shows? Why, why is that? Why Mm -hmm. did they why did fire feel like they had to force sylvie into that decision when no one was putting pressure on her to make that decision why did pd feel like this was the way to end upstead Mm -hmm. to make it so that haley is abandoned yet again Mm -hmm. why are we doing this and we'll get into fires later because fire plays into this too Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. violet Mm -hmm. why why is this how we trend things on these shows and they've been doing it this is not the first time right Mm Kim has been through ridiculous amounts of oh, trauma so on much. PD. Ridiculous. I mean, the only character that I can kind of say has never really been down in the depths with it is Stella. But Gabby went through it. Yeah. Shay went through it and then died.
1: I um, mean, even Stella in her own way of like, obviously everything with her ex-husband that, I mean, in a certain way that was still, it was right not to certain depths of other people but i mean it's true so, it's-
0: they could have had they she could have had a different backstory yeah you are correct yeah but it's just well a- even sylvie when sylvie came on the show she was yeah. running away from an abusive relationship Yeah, not physically abusive yeah. but emotionally abusive yeah. why is this the instinct yeah yeah <laughs> why and up until this week violet was not one of those characters violet's no. backstory seemed very average very normal like she was a happy person with a happy family and uh-huh. you know she seemed well adjusted right like i <laughs> and now we just why 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 i don't why know. is that how they feel character growth happens i don't know and we'll get into chicago fire momentarily oh yes um, momentarily but anyway that yeah. scene with the two of them
1: it just it hurt uh, it's not it's, how it should have i mean it's i'm it's a good bye. There had to be a goodbye, but it there still didn't to be feel like, bye. like you said, it didn't need to feel like her being this little kid of like losing that, your comfort, your person.
0: And it's just the person day. that she overcame all of uh-huh. her issues uh-huh. to be with. Uh-huh. <laughs> they made such a point of her like not knowing how to do the relationship thing of her being scared of it. Mm-hmm. So she finally gets to a point where she's, she's trying to be there for him at every moment, even when it's bad. I don't care what you did just tell me and we will take it on together Mm -hmm. throughout the whole episode and then he shuts her out Mm -hmm. why that does it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense I mean you know I'm glad he said like we'll you know we'll make it we'll get through it together or whatever it was Mm -hmm. that he said and they're still you know together but It felt very emotionally manipulative for him to be like, you're the love of my life. And if you're mine, then you have to let me go. Yeah.
1: Which I'm so tired of the if you love me, let me go. Oh, me too. I hate it. It's overused. I'm tired of it.
0: Let's listen. I'm done. I've already brought up Bretzi and it was very much the same thing. Like the our stars didn't align. Listen, let's let's establish this right now because I have heard this from several people, you know, I write fanfic and I wrote a whole fanfic that was Brett and Casey in the long distance relationship, making it work. And I had comments from at least two readers who said that this was their story. So long distance relationships, let's establish this right now, Mm -hmm. can work. They're not easy. (laughs) They're not convenient, but they can work. So, mm-hmm. why is it every piece of media that we see, every book, every I mean, seriously, romance novels do this too. Every romance novel, every movie, every television show reinforces the idea that a long distance relationship never works. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can work if the people are willing to put in the work to make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I and mean, I, you know. I'd like to see that depicted at least once. Like, I I understand that with this circumstance on, I don't know what they're going to do with Upset in the future, but if it goes the way of Bretzy, I understand that they don't know if the actors are going to come back. Mm-hmm. They can't keep this one character in this, like, hold pattern, waiting to see if that actor is going to come back. Mm-hmm. I get that. I do. But <sighs> let us see it for, like, a, a little bit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. like like i said i've said this before we don't expect every moment of every relationship to be on screen all you got to do is throw in that hey jay came to visit last weekend Mm -hmm. right like oh how's jay oh he's good he was in town but he you know he had to go back but literally that is all we need just confirmation that they're still together they're still happy
1: that's it and i mean I'm hopeful because that's what I want. At the same time, that's all we ever wanted when we wanted to hear what happened to Rojas. And did we ever get that? <laughs> no. No.
0: Absolutely <laughs> no. not. But here's the thing, though. He's already said he's gone for eight months. And I it know. sounds like he's going to be incommunicado for eight months. Like, it's not <laughs> just gone. It's like, no, you can't. We can't talk at all. Which, which is great. stupid.
1: First year but, of marriage. But, like, that's right. exactly what you want to do.
0: One <laughs> right. Day. But at least Haley knows he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, so, we um, haven't lost Jay Halstead forever unlike some other character
1: we'll get there which also one last little thing how of all the time that Jay and Trudy have worked together we didn't get a goodbye between oh my them. God, I know right where was Trudy like I like this is it's just what makes me mad is that you we've know Jay has worked at their precinct for forever how does he not get a send-off with the unit with Trudy with I, I don't care where void is in this scenario he can go no. do his mysterious dark things on his own but he should have gotten a
0: proper goodbye yeah yeah i mean let's look look jay started out on fire right mm-hmm. so there's that his brother was the spinoff the center of the spinoff for mid mm-hmm. so he's like central to all three shows mm-hmm. so what I, it's just, they rushed it. They rushed it because they wanted to get that second episode in about Berzek. Mm-hmm. And I love Berzik, but I could have waited. I could mm-hmm. have waited until mm-hmm. after this. The first three episodes should have been all about Jay. It should have been a continuous plot all about Jay. Mm-hmm and we talked about how we knew it was going to be rushed like because in especially with the pod squad we would talk all the time like how are they going to do this they really realistically they only have one episode since we knew the second episode was going to be burzik and we all knew it wasn't going to be good it wasn't going to feel natural it wasn't going to feel authentic to the character no matter what gwen said
1: yeah because i mean one thing we've been watching these shows for forever so we know the storyline patterns where pd they focus on a singular character for their episodes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. knowing the shooting schedule season premiere was going to be about void obviously and then episode two we were told obviously burzak and then we get told oh you know somewhere in between there um Jesse Lee Soffer is leaving and so we're like how is that going to leave time because we know it does, it, yeah, we, was, knew. yeah it, we knew yeah we knew that they weren't going to give an additional jade storyline during these episodes because that's not what they do they never do that which sucks mm-hmm. And it, I was
0: actually surprised we got as much of him in the second episode as we did, I know, it's just I mean, it wasn't good, but at no. le- but we got some, and I was surprised that like no. he was shown he and Haley were shown in that second episode at all because mm-hmm. that's abnormal for the way they write the show mm-hmm. i just I just think that every other storyline should have been on hold until mm-hmm. Jay was done mm-hmm. on the show. I agree. And oh people keep talking about the eight eight month time frame Mm -hmm. and like maybe he'll be back for the finale. I mean maybe but I think it's more like I'm hoping what it is is they imply that he came home for the like summer. Mm -hmm. You know like I'm I'm hoping that like when we come back next season Haley will be like, "Yeah, Jay was here for like a whole three months, and now he's off on another assignment or something." I'll take it if we can't get like Jessica Lisoffer back, like on the show in some way, because you
1: never, you never know yeah. how a story like that happens with people. Granted, we right. know how everything has been in the Dick Wolf universe lately, so I'm not expecting, uh... but but I will take those little snippets of just like mention. I don't care. I'll take it.
0: But I have, thrived like, off of Bretzy crumbs last year, so yeah. I for I hope Upstead gets crumbs yeah. for a long time. If they get nothing else. Mm -hmm. like if he doesn't if they don't have him back if jay's not like on the show full time at the very least i hope you guys get like lots of really good crumbs Mm -hmm. Uh, once they get past whatever is happening right now Mm -hmm. um you know if they tell us any of that just kind of seems like he's gonna disappear which i hate Mm -hmm. um but hey at least he's alive yeah that's all you can say, really. I wish you could see our pained smiles on our faces right now. Because oh, we know what yeah. time it is.
1: It's time to talk about Chicago Fire. I
0: don't want to. Can we pretend it never happened? I mean, we can, well,
1: like I said, we're, we, won't, we won't. I like, mean, I want to because I spiral. have feelings. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad. I know. So I guess the time is now. We're going to talk about Episode three of Chicago Fire.
0: Okay. Mm. Okay. So we've saved this for last uh, because it's the most depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So let me, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with this. Chicago Fire has done some really emotional, shocking deaths in the past, right? Mm-hmm. So Shay, we lost Shay and we lost otis both of those were unexpected mm-hmm. but there's a difference in shay and otis and what happened on wednesday night mm-hmm. because normally what happens is we get a stressful situation in the finale right literally an explosive situation mm-hmm. in both of those cases correct mm-hmm. it was like an apartment building in a warehouse an explosion happens bam camera off Now we have to wait a hiatus to see what Mm -hmm. the results of that are. So the writers then spend hiatus contemplating what damage did that cause and the damage that that causes in those specific scenarios is that Shay dies and Otis dies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. In those situations, we're expecting something, Mm -hmm. right? Like you go in thinking, all right, somebody could die. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what you go in thinking you're, you emotionally have prepared for that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, when the premiere comes on and someone dies, the character they choose may be a surprise, but the fact that someone dies (laughs) is not a surprise. Or also, they don't normally show it to us. Mm -hmm. It's normally like that person is there Mm -hmm. and then that person is not. Mm -hmm. Or they're being wheeled out on a gurney into an ambulance, like in Otis's case. It's not normally something we watch happen Mm -hmm. in front of us Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's the first difference is that we literally watched it happen and so did violet Mm -hmm. the second thing is that the writers seem to have made a conscious decision over hiatus to kill evan hawkins separate Mm -hmm. from any sort of cliffhanger and then said to themselves hey we're going to kill him. Let's write three episodes to build him up and show how happy he and Violet are and then rip it away. Because mm-hmm. that's the way we're going to cause the most amount of damage. Basically, it's like how much heartbreak and devastation mm-hmm. can we create? Mm-hmm. Let's do that in the first three episodes. And then kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's literally what they did. It was, it was manipulation from the start. From the first episode of this season to episode three. It was all manipulation to set us up for a fall. To set Violet up for a Mm -hmm. fall. Mm -hmm. That's dirty. (laughs) To me, that crosses a line. That's like a a betrayal of the trust that the fans have in the executive producers and the writers. Mm -hmm. I mean, we expect to be able to invest in things, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And if your plots are just a setup to rip up our hearts, how are we going to trust that we can invest in anything ever again? Mm -hmm. And if we can't emotionally invest, why are we watching? Mm -hmm. And I mean, for me,
1: obviously, Shay and Otis's death, like those hurt. But I mean, from a certain point, I understood kind of what needed to happen with them. And it, they ended up, they, those storylines, they paid off further down the road. They did. They made sense. I mean, did it hurt when they both died? A hundred percent. Did I bawl? Absolutely. And like, I cried. But like I said, it, they made sense further down the road when the story, stories themselves played out further. This was just for pain and nothing else but pain.
0: No, this was literally just shock value. it it had two well okay let me say this it had two purposes one to shock the audience Mm -hmm. two to get rid of an obstacle between violet and gallo literally it that's literally it it's the most inauthentic disingenuous character death the show has ever done and it to me most traumatic most traumatic for sure it is out of character for the show itself i i expect for everything not to be sunshine and roses, as Herman has famously said, right? It's not gonna be sunshine and roses all the time. We don't expect that. And to be honest, we know that like it's we 100%
1: we know that it's yeah, firefighting is not a perfect scenario where you go save a kitten from a building. And that's, you can call it a day. No, to save people from fires, people are gonna get hurt, they're gonna
0: die. We know that. Right, right. Well, and, you know, that was one of the reasons that they said they made this decision that it was supposed to be uh yeah we wanted to to do a plot about how you can't save everyone we know that when have we forgotten that first of all look 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 Shay even before Shay Darden Mm -hmm. right Hallie Otis yeah uh Anna um Oh my gosh. Well, uh, even Jimmy Borelli
1: yeah, and his brother. You <laughs> know. Like Jimmy didn't die, but his brother did. But then Jimmy got horribly maimed. Like we yes, know.
0: Correct. We know. Yeah. Like we Julie, Sylvie's mom, right? Like <sighs> when, when when have we forgotten this? When have the people of 51 forgotten this? Also, That's Pete, not Pete's dad, what? Pete's dad back in the day. Sorry. Like, oh we, no, yeah.
1: We we know people don't survive. We know that it's a given. It's
0: a given. And we've been through it many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the audience has not forgotten this. So no need to remind us. The characters sure as hell haven't forgotten this. They look at memorials for Otis and Shay every freaking day. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's no need to remind them. That was not the reason they did this. <laughs> they can say that all they want, but we're not stupid. Right? Like we know that was not the reason you did this. And it feels like such it's okay they mm, they saw something we liked that we knew we were passionate they knew we were passionate about and they didn't just say no you can't have it Mm -hmm. they spit in our faces (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what it feels like that is what it feels like Mm -hmm. 100% what it feels like Mm -hmm. um because they had to know that Evan Hawkins was so loved Mm -hmm. like they had to know there's no way they could have not known because they changed the plan last season Mm -hmm. they changed the plan like for y'all who don't know he was only supposed to be around for two or three episodes last season but because the fandom loved him they kept bringing him back that and the love story initially between him and violet was supposed to be a fling and because we loved them they made it more than a fling right it became something bigger Mm -hmm. so they knew they knew how important those two things were Mm -hmm. and yet they deliberately set us up to have it ripped away forever
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I have no delusions that Hakami was going to be in game let me say this I knew that at some point Violet was going to go back to Gallo right That just, it was so painfully clear Mm -hmm. that that's what they wanted. They kept inserting him into like this little love triangle thing that wasn't really there, but they wanted it to be there. That no one, no viewer actually wanted. I'm sorry. No, no, we, none of us, no, no, there, there are maybe, I, being generous, 10% of fans are probably still invested in Valo. I mean. And that's fine. If that's your ship, totally great. But majority of fans no longer care about Valo. No. I mean it's true but you could tell that's what they were wanting eventually you know that was what was going to happen so but I expected him to be like Granger or has met Zach mm-hmm. or Kyle or even Matt Casey where it's like a hopeful ending where mm-hmm. they're not together or it just didn't work out or, or you know
1: hawkins goes to work at the other district and it just for them it's a little too much like not being able to
0: see each other could have you happily know, accepted that happily. right that uh, that's what i expected was something like that where it just the relationship doesn't work and he sort of fades into the background of the one chicago universe mm-hmm. this was awful it was horrible mm-hmm. um traumatizing nauseating horrendous well, what, it was, what more it was awful this? yeah it was awful um. yeah and and looking back so here's what happened personally for me I the episode two ended and they the promo aired and it was like someone won't make it right and I was like oh that's a fake out because the last literally the last three times that Derek has been like somebody's gonna die it was like nobody we cared about mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like oh that's a misdirect that's not a big deal and then Hanako did interviews <laughs> And I read them and it talked about how Violet was going to get support from her family, from Ritter, from Gallo, from Severide. Didn't mention Evan at all. Mm -hmm. And at that point in Violet's support system, Evan would have been a big figure. So the minute it didn't mention Evan, I was like, fuck. Mm -hmm. And I sent it to the pod squad and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> because I knew what it meant, it was just like this is happening, mm-hmm. and then then I put together that we hadn't seen b t s of him since August, which was around the time they were filming episodes three and four, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, this is happening." So I had accepted it before the episode aired <laughs> mm-hmm. and spent the whole episode waiting for it to happen, looking back, knowing that you can see the foreshadowing in the first two episodes um. Like, should have known. I should have known. The second the bed breakfast was brought up and Evan was like, oh, we can <sighs> go later. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, no. for me it was,
1: I I never want to think the worst of a show because, you know, I invest my time and love into a show. Oh, you're not going to hurt me that bad for nonsense reasons. And, you know, I lived in my ignorant bliss bubble which I was fine with because, like, you know, it. I I just didn't want to think the worst of it. And so, yeah. Come time... <laughs> For this to air, I'm like, okay, it's fine. Whatever. We get really cute, sweet moments at the beginning of the episode. And, you know, nothing happens until the last three minutes of the episode. I'm like, oh, they wouldn't do it in the last three minutes. No, that seems dumb and stupid. And then they they do a fake out with us thinking it's almost going to be Gallo. And I'm like, oh, is it really going to be Gallo? I mean, I'm going to be sad, but whatever. And, and granted, I, I, In my mind, I didn't remember any behind the scenes footage that, you know, we had seen from upcoming episodes out, out of my mind. And then the this, this scene that I'm not going to really want to specifically talk about is, yeah. like, I almost vomited because I was just like, are you
0: kidding me? Oh, so that's why I say mm-hmm. the misdirect with Gallo is the biggest indication that they knew what they were doing. They knew mm-hmm. that it would hurt a good portion of the fandom, and they did it for the shock. Because Uh you don't do a fake out red herring death Uh -uh. if you're not deliberately wanting that trauma. The way it was done, let's get into this now. The Uh way it was done was over the top. Uh Terrible. Uh Um, It was too much. It was, it crossed the line. It crossed a big, big line because... Oh, number one, we had to watch it. Uh-huh. Number two, Violet had to watch it. Uh-huh. Like when she's crying, she says, He was just looking at me. Like, <laughs> I, why? Uh-huh. Why, one, did she have to lose the love of her life at this point? Two, why did she have to watch it happen? Uh-huh. neither one of those you know there's no good answer for either one of those things it didn't have to happen we Uh -uh. did not have to traumatize Violet Mikami for character growth Uh -uh. I just want to shake somebody and be like why is this the go-to why is this what we do when we feel like a woman needs no it growth through grief is the stupidest thing I have ever fucking heard
1: no because there's such a thing as you know Violet, I mean she's young, but you, you can tell it's you can grow as a person when you find that partner that supports you, loves you, wants to see you grow. I'm sorry, how is that not a more enjoyable time than growing through grief?
0: Like Oh, it is more enjoyable. They just don't give a shit. I know. I know. Let's just be real. I know. They don't give a shit. I know. Um they want valo end game And honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you guys. This to me feels like retaliation for the fandom changing their plans because we did hawkins came on our screens and it took us like an episode and then all of a sudden we were like no we love him mm-hmm. right it was like there were the first episode we were like who's this guy well yeah because it was like why a little is combative. he it's cute like, yeah, it's and like, Yeah, and why isn't he helping brett and what is he doing right uh-huh. but then once we figured that out it was like oh no we love him we really love him
1: and then because we're all can clearly see it on happening on our screens the chemistry between Uh evan Uh and violet Uh because of you know the
0: it was a wonderful connection
1: that violet and jimmy have it was lightning in a bottle totally (gasps) magical off the charts we glommed glommed onto it because it was so Mm -hmm. good and it was just like and
0: at that point in time we were all mourning Matt Casey yeah. no longer being in Chicago and yeah. we needed something, right? Yeah. We needed that. Yeah, That got so many people through a Matt, and I'm about to cry right now because it did. It yeah. got me through a Matt casey Chicago. Like it did. That was the thing that kept me watching every week. Uh-huh. Uh, Evan Hawkins kept me watching Chicago Fire every freaking week after uh-huh. Jesse Spencer left he was that character was just so refreshing and such a light the relationship between evan and violet was so good and Mm -hmm. so like pure and genuinely they liked each other Mm -hmm. like it that's that's what it was they liked each other they were smitten and enamored and Mm -hmm. just like he liked that she was a chemistry nerd okay Mm -hmm. that's like amazing to me that he just loved that she was a dork like Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. i love it And it was such a needed distraction from missing Matt Casey in the show. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like last season was hard to watch for a lot of people. And Evan Hawkins and Violet Mikami made it easier. Mm -hmm. It got us through. So that's why they had to change the plan because we embraced the character and the relationship the way we did. Mm I've never seen the fandom unite behind a character or a ship the way we did. Because this fandom, if you know anything about When Chicago is divided, super divided, uh-huh. right? Dossie versus Bretzy, Upstead versus Linstead, Upstead versus Burzik, which is a weird argument that uh-huh. happens. Uh-huh. I mean, every single thing has a has an opposing force in this fandom right uh-huh. even down to what's ambos 61 team do you prefer uh-huh. has like an opposing force uh-huh. this did not everybody loved evan hawkins everybody loved hakami i mean there were a few holdouts for valo which is understandable yeah. but for the most part everybody rallied around this it was the craziest thing i had ever seen i i've never seen a fandom just glom on to someone that strongly I mean it it was nuts and then Jimmy of course being the wonderful person that Jimmy Nicholas is Uh engaged with the fandom he didn't make us feel like it was silly that we were as into it as we were he he, totally embraced it he fully leaned into it right he freaking named the ship (laughs) Uh Uh like he did I mean and he was so nice to literally everyone and you could tell he fit in with the crew and the cast Uh they loved him they were all over social media together he fit in with the fandom and the show we loved it right that's the only time i've seen that happen so the writers changed their plan but what happens when they change their plan is that now hakami is bigger and has more support than the ship that they want to be endgame Uh mm-hmm So to me, it felt like they thought the only way to push the audience back toward the end game that they wanted was to take Evan Hawkins off the board completely. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So it feels like in a way it's retaliation against the fans for changing their plan. And it shouldn't feel that way. Uh -uh. I shouldn't feel like you deliberately did it because we loved it. Uh that's not that's not how you treat your audience Uh you don't go hey look at this thing that they love all right now we're going to rip it away from them Uh you lean into it i have my issues with arrow and Elicity, but i give those showrunners total credit for leaning into the chemistry between those two leads on Uh arrow because it it worked they had a rabid fan base for the entire run of the show it kept the show talked about the buzz was always there I mean, if you lean into it, you get better results than if you fight it.
1: Exactly. And I mean, we still, we all love Stellaride. They're wonderful. But there's only so much you can do with one set of characters on this big ensemble of a cast.
0: And so yep. you need these different stages of the characters being in different parts of the world. Well, again, life. prior to Jesse Spencer leaving, yeah. we thought we were being set up for two main ships on the show, right? Uh-huh. We had the established relationship with Stellaride uh-huh. and the new relationship with Bretzy. Uh And then Jesse Spencer left. So there's a hole in the new relationship plot, Uh which is where Hakami came in. Uh So then we have the two relationships in the two different phases, right? Established and new, which is a nice balance for a show. Uh Now we don't have the balance. Uh And a married couple should, should have totally different drama Uh than a new couple. Uh And that is good. That is what you want hmm so now instead of the balancing with the romantic relationships we're gonna have married established stellaride ride and grief mm-hmm. why why what is the point what is the point
1: I don't know and it just it's still it just makes me really mad because I also was just really enjoying our favorite millennial trio just being best friends with one another again like i Me just too. really enjoyed it and it's just gonna feel tainted that you know moving forward they're obviously gonna be there for violet they're gonna help her grieve they're gonna comfort her but at the end of the day do we suspect that something's gonna come out of that grief with gallo now oh yeah. definitely and i hate it like that's not what if if grief we're wrong, should not be a stepping stone for valo it shouldn't ex- be no if we're wrong we will say so yeah and I, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong, but I we're don't not going to be so. wrong. Though
0: we're not going to be wrong. Literally, the only reason to do this is to take Hawkins off the board because they know there's no way that we buy into Valo again with Hawkins still out there. Not the way they want us to. But what they don't realize is that now there's no way ever <laughs> because they the way they treated evan hawkins is so vile it's just it's awful i mean there's no there's no closure on that relationship no none whatsoever and
1: I, it's and i'm only going to speak about this one time but the look that they had jimmy like leave with his eyes open oh it haunts him. me i know it's haunting and her scream oh. that's it's only gonna be with sticks in my brain and it hurts and i know that they're gonna play that again like probably oh, in the intro, absolutely and I,
0: in the yes, and I hate it because like it was unnecessary. It was like oh no, let yeah okay. So the thing that got me the most were the open lifeless eyes, which I did not, I did not need to see that.
1: Still, applause to Jimmy for being able to portray that. Oh my god, so yes. scary! Like and just remembering that you know we love you, Jimmy. You're alive. You're okay. You're fine. Right. Oh, such a good job with it. And I feel like has been putting that in the group chat right now. It's, it's a,
0: like Jimmy is alive. It's Jimmy a good reminder. Okay. It's Jimmy a good reminder. Alive. Yes, it is because that was. I hope his family wasn't watching because, <gasps> holy crap! I that's gonna stick. It's burned into yeah. my brain. Is uh-huh. him like when they pull the rock and he's got his arm like over his, uh-huh. and they pull that away uh-huh. and it's just like you, you know, in an instant. He's dead. There's there's no saving him, right? It mm-hmm. it and then they kept showing it. It wasn't uh-uh. just the one. They kept uh-uh. showing it. Uh-uh. It was too. It was too much. No, it was too much. And I still and,
1: remember like watching it. I had like tingles in my fingers. I was shaking. because I think I was having a panic attack. Like honestly, being like you, you did what now? And I like honestly, like I said, almost came very close to vomiting. Not to be like disgusting, but no, I... when you feel that shocked, I I don't need to be that shocked watching. No. A Chicago like a firefighter
0: show based in Chicago there are so many people that I've talked to that have said that they that episode left them sick to their stomach mm-hmm. and that's not that is not what you want you don't you don't want your show to cause that visceral of a reaction I know when I, I yeah I was shaking like my <laughs> hands when I came on the FaceTime uh my hands mm-hmm. were were shaking like this mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. it was awful and I my heart was like pounding in my chest I was so angry I everybody else was crying I I had tears in my eyes but I was Mm -hmm. mostly pissed like but I I was so angry that I was shaking and I didn't sleep that night I didn't sleep that night because my brain kept going there Mm -hmm. it kept going to those images in my head all night long yeah and it's
1: still what also just still pisses me off into a certain aspect is you know obviously with Shay's death that was the, you know, explosion. She got in. Made, once again. made sense. Otis's death, the mattress fire, chemicals. like, make sense. I'm sorry, this was a theater on fire that there was no mention of structural issues whatsoever.
0: Well, there was in the beginning. Well, Bowdoin did say the building is going to come down.
1: I know, but any But, second. but st- it's, there's still certain parts of but it being that it, exact part. Like
0: No, it was the way they, yeah. So you would expect the front of the building, right? Yeah. With the big marquee exactly. to come down. not the side of the building it was very forced also the way that they had this is not a choice that jimmy made let's be clear this was blocking for the scene on purpose the way that they had evan go toward the man who was coming out Uh stop and ask for his name and then slowly take his time getting away from the building is not what would have happened no The man was upright. He was moving. There was no risk of further paralysis, right? It's not like he was on the ground. You grab him and you run. Then once you're out of the vicinity of the building, you say, what's your name? Right. Uh That's what you Uh do. They had him linger on purpose so that that little awning could fall. Uh -uh. And Uh the way they did it It just didn't make logical sense. It was very obvious. You knew the minute Evan pulled up on scene in his buggy that this was going to happen. You knew Uh it. You knew it. Everything about the scene led you there. Everything Uh about the episode prior led you there. Um, And the dread of watching it. Like I remember I'm watching this scene and I'm thinking, okay, okay, maybe he's not going to come. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Maybe he's not going to come because there was another ambulance that pulled up. And I was like, all right, if uh-huh. they've got another ambulance, they're not going to need, uh-huh. you know, anybody else. Well, then, uh-huh. of course, that's the moment his buggy pulls up and he steps out. The minute that happened, I texted the group chat and I was like, no, it's happening. No. Um, yeah. And Gina and I were both like, we were really hoping that like he just wouldn't show up. Uh-huh and you know the minute he showed up it was one of those things like watching a train wreck like you know what's Mm going to happen but you can't look away Mm -hmm. and you're waiting for the moment to confirm your worst fears and i was not expecting it to be to go down the way it did Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i was not i was expecting them to call for a medic in the fire for some Mm -hmm. reason and then him to go in instead of violet or brett Mm -hmm. I was expecting that because in the promo they made it sound like they called for a medic in the fire, uh-huh. and that's not what happened. I would have preferred. I would have preferred that because then he would have gone out protecting Violet. <laughs> that that would have been better to yeah. me. Yeah. No. And- um. Than just like out of the blue, he's there and then he's gone. It was so jarring and so shocking and which it part- felt dirty. Yeah.
1: No. And and that's Deep. what was going to lead me into what I was going to say next. Of. Sorry. It hurt. No. It just it hurts that that's his ending it's he's it's just disrespectful son. and yeah. that you know it would also what's going to hurt with violet is she didn't get to say goodbye no there there's no status i mean not that there's no closure there's no closure but at least you know obviously that d- we didn't get closure with shay really either for the most like gabby getting to
0: like say goodbye Severide getting to say goodbye but you know no it- but they did give shay and Severide an i love you moment outside exactly. of the building before they went in exactly and but in, you
1: know even with otis otis and joe had that moment in the hospital that i'm not going to talk about because i'm going to get to eyed oh my god that's a <laughs> we're not gonna but at least that was closure it was closure yeah. yeah and it's gonna haunt violet knowing she saw his last moment and didn't get to save him didn't get to say anything to him no no and it's gonna it's, hurt oh my god and it's I'm gonna crying. haunt her it's gonna haunt her
0: and I'm i, I hate that um <laughs> here it comes i know oh god I know. I know. um i know Yep, here it is here it is it's Enough. happening i know okay um yeah i it, the fact that they made her watch it all go down i just that's gonna i i can't i can't i can't watch it i can't no i mean I, honestly, hanako and it's to hanako's credit that i can't because i know she's gonna sell it and it's gonna be oh, heart-wrenching and 100%. terrible and 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 just it's gonna be devastating it already is just like her reaction to like the I oh my god I can save him let me try
1: no and her getting pulled off and like getting pulled man off of him and Bowden having to hold her body back. weight yeah to hold like um you you think Bowden you think size of Violet like it shouldn't be that difficult oh for to it keep her awful. back but no because with her whole body and being she wants to do whatever she can to save him and she can't it was
0: terrible I like I said it's it will always to me feel so disrespectful Mm -hmm. to evan hawkins Mm -hmm. and jimmy Mm -hmm. and us Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i don't think they realize that jimmy and evan saved the show (laughs) last season for Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. um he was important to a lot of people because he was that comfort that we needed
1: yeah and i mean it it genuinely also felt like a sense that you know with the show going into its 11th season now like the original fire they're getting older we were hoping yeah. with really with jimmy being added to, you know in addition to like our millennial friend group
0: mm-hmm. here It'd be like second generation it's
1: second generation yeah and now you've killed off a member of that and it's just it's
0: like it's not do gonna we, be the same do we believe that you know where you should be going with the show anymore I don't know. I don't, think I don't, so. I don't trust fire anymore. I just don't. Yeah. Um, I, oh God, I'm trying to think like I, to me, it's, it's the end of fire for me. Like, I just can't, I can't, I can't emotionally invest in anything yeah. in the show anymore. Yeah. So I'm not going to be able to watch because I'm always going to be afraid if I like this too much, are you going to take it away from me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I said, it's a breach of trust mm-hmm. between the audience. And the the people behind the show, and I feel uh-huh. bad about that because I love the characters uh-huh. and I want to keep watching, but I just, I can't do it because what's the point? Uh-huh. Uh, I just, I can't. And I, I feel like they don't care what we want. They don't care. And I understand, look, if I had somebody over my shoulder telling me how to do my job and gina says this all the time too it'd be Uh like what the fuck you don't know what you're talking about Uh this is my job Uh i get that but at the same time you should be open to criticism and feedback Uh and when the fans are telling you they want something you should at least be respectful of it even if you say no Uh like i get maybe they didn't want jimmy as a regular they didn't want hawkins on the show all the time they didn't want to have to think of situations where he would Uh have to needed all the time maybe that's what it is but even so all you got to do is is keep him alive and let us keep him Uh if the show canon doesn't want him keep him alive keep him in the universe Uh so the fans can keep him Uh at the very least this was like he's gone Uh Uh like we can't even keep him no and that's that's terrible to me like Uh that's so disrespectful and Mm -hmm. so unnecessary and I just feel like Derek and Andrea just flipped us the bird they were like you want this fuck that you don't get it and maybe that's my anger and sadness talking and and you know I'm sure they're they're lovely people (laughs) but this was a terrible decision and I think it's when they're going to regret I don't think the ratings are going to suffer because of it. I think they're the Twitter, the social media fandom is like the smallest percentage of the fandom, Mm -hmm. but we are the most loyal and the most dedicated and the loudest. Mm -hmm. And you would think that what we like would mean something to them, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't, obviously, it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean anything. They don't give a shit about what we care about on the show.
1: And I think it's, it's just, you know, it's not reassuring in any way, but to know that so many people feel the same way that they're mad and think it was a really dumb decision. And that, I'm sorry, if the main thing that a lot of really, you know, reviewers, sites that review shows that that's their job to do, they're saying it shouldn't have happened and it's an episode you don't even want to remember, which, you know, you make an episode of television, you know, are every single episode going to be the most perfect memorable episode? No, but do you want everybody to remember that episode for wanting to forget it ever existed? I don't think that's a good thing. It mm-hmm. really isn't. It's, it's not. It's really no. bad.
0: Every review that I've read has been like, "This was a strange decision with no payoff whatsoever." Yeah, um, it didn't serve any purpose. It was it was a decision for the sake of a decision. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was literally just shock. Yeah, that was all they wanted out of it. Shock, and then to take away an obstacle for a ship that they very clearly want yeah uh, and the fact that everybody could see straight through that should tell them something mm-hmm. like other decisions on the show may have been made for those similar reasons but it was not as obvious as this mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. I feel like
0: that should tell them something it should yeah and
1: so I mean for me personally I think I'm I'm still gonna tweet along with Chicago Med and Chicago PD but for the next couple weeks, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch Chicago fire. And so I don't want to tweet along with it either because I, I can't, I'm, I don't want to yeah. be sad in between. Yeah. It really, I, yeah. I can't, I can't do that to myself for my mental health for nobody, just wanting yeah, to still preserve to. parts of the show that I enjoyed. I, I, I can't do that to myself. So I'm probably not going to be tweeting Chicago fire. So it's going to be a really weird little hour gap between the tweeting uh, for Chicago med and Chicago PD, but it's what I got to do for
0: myself. <laughs> and I, you know what? I mean, of course, you know that I don't feel like you should have to do that. I don't feel like I should yeah. have to do that. I don't feel like anyone should have to do that. No, I'm out just <laughs> completely. I, I may, like I said, I may watch Med and PD because I do want to see what they do with Berzick this season. And I do want to find out what happens with Ethan and April on Med. Mm-hmm. Like I'm super curious. Mm-hmm. As far as Fire, I'm probably not going to watch that show ever again. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I just don't trust. Derek and Andrea I don't trust them uh-huh. and if I don't trust them to give me a satisfying show and if I don't trust them to not take away the things that I care about there's no point in me watching the show uh-huh. sorry um yeah so I, I we do have a little bit more to say um I do because we do have some listener feedback and stuff uh-huh.
1: so we'll get to that now
0: next all right um man I still just
1: my heart it, it, like, my heart hurts like once again I'm we yeah. we know these are fictional characters so it's you know it's, it's not a real life it's not a person that actually died but it's hard when you know we love tv as much as we do and enjoy these universes that we can get lost in and yeah. when a character you love dearly with your whole heart gets ripped away it forever hurts. Like, it,
0: He's... It, it can physically hurt He's 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 gone forever. Like we'll we'll get like ma- one more episode with like a flashback, like a probably a video on Violet's phone or like social media be- or something, oh. and then and then he's gone. <laughs> like no more Evan Hawkins on Chicago Fire. I'm very sad and disappointed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and mad. Mm-hmm. I'm smad. Quote mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls. I'm very smad. <laughs> I take a sip of water sorry um just like it's very disappointing and and I like Gina and Bryna said it is hard to tell whether or not we would feel that way if we didn't all love Jimmy so much Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I I feel like we would feel that way like aside from Jimmy being a stand-up guy and us knowing he's a stand-up guy Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like if it were just based on Evan alone, we would still be this devastated. um oh, yeah, I don't. But I, it, you can't say that for sure because you don't know. Because we, we, you know, Gina and Brian know Jimmy better than we do, but uh-huh. we know him enough. Uh-huh. Like I, oh my god, I messaged him from the Ladies Night Instagram account. Like the, um, the was it the night the episode? That was the night of? Yeah, it was. It was the night of. And, like he knew details about the podcast, and it like freaked me out in a good way, and yeah, I was, t- you know, Kim and I talked about it, and like uh, he just pays attention, uh-huh. and it's just so refreshing uh-huh. that he's just like grateful and like he seems anyway grateful and like humbled uh-huh. by like the attention, and just really uh-huh. excited uh-huh. to have people be excited about his work. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna miss that. Uh like he's been quiet on instagram and i'm just Uh like where are you i need to see your face Uh um yeah uh i yeah just i yeah because we talked a little bit earlier about how like evan kept me interested in the show so Uh and that is that is mostly a credit to jimmy Uh (laughs) and his performance as evan he had like this he took a character that was supposed to be just like your run of the mill white shirt, mm-hmm. which, and to be fair, on most of them on Chicago Fair, have been
1: these very stiff, harsh, yeah. brash characters boring. that we, we're meant to not like very much because it's usually yeah. a foil to be like, what did our paramedics do wrong? And I'm using you
0: can't see me right. I'm doing or an wrong obstacle, and yeah, you know, exactly. they're just there for one purpose, yeah. And he added something so special to Evan. And I think the first time that we all really, I really noticed it was when Mouch came to talk to him in his office and you realized that, oh, Mouch knows him, Uh you know, like there was that special, it was just in that scene, it was there and it was like his charisma and like the way he really approached Evan as like this three-dimensional sympathetic person. Uh Um, I mean, it, 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 made evan stand out Mm -hmm. um in all the other white shirts they have on the show and Mm -hmm. and the more you got to know him the more you liked him Mm -hmm. and so it was like i don't know he just got me through he got me through not having matt casey it was like if i couldn't have matt casey at least i had evan who was like Mm -hmm. so similar to matt casey in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and had that same special magic I think Jesse Spencer has. And I just like was so grateful that like I could keep watching the show that Mm -hmm. I loved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dang. Jimmy did that. (laughs) Jimmy did
1: that. What still made me adore and fall in love with Evan so much is that it takes a lot for, you know, an actor to play a character who doesn't necessarily say a lot in some scenes, but can do like a little smirk sometimes. And that smirk be just as good as several lines of dialogue
0: and his those, face
1: yeah it, oh Jimmy like keep, please keep doing more work where we can see your face because it like I, exactly. there's some kind of magic you still have going on I don't know what it is what kind of deal you made with some sort of demon I don't know keep, <laughs> keep, keep it going though because it's it's the way you were able to portray Evan and in those small moments that just ended up working so well with Violet and just like those moments none of us were expecting but it just worked so well even like we said like I said, you weren't saying much, but those little smirks and those little moments of just eye contact were so perfect and it just worked
0: so damn fucking His well. His facial expressions, um, behind everything he said or didn't say, mm-hmm. just told a whole story of its own. Mm-hmm. It was, he's, he's very good. He's very, very good. Mm-hmm. And I want to see him in a romantic comedy so, mm-hmm. so badly, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Jimmy, like, I don't know what your plans are for the future, but like, just do things where I can see your face because uh-huh. uh-huh. your face is a very good face, not just uh-huh. because it's an attractive face, but because uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you use it well, as far as like your expressions. And I, I just, I I need, what would make me feel better about us losing Hawkins forever is if I know immediately what the next thing I can see Jimmy in is, you know, like if I know I'm going to get to see his face regularly in the future. Uh-huh. I'll feel better uh-huh. <laughs> even if it's just on Instagram because dude you've been missing for a few days and uh-huh. I need you to come back <laughs> just uh-huh. post something silly because I miss your face uh-huh. um, anyway <laughs> but I, yeah it's all, all credit to Jimmy that the fandom uh-huh. is so attached to Evan and, and Hakami well Hakami is also Hanako because Hanako and Jimmy have like uh-huh. some kind of next level god tier uh-huh. chemistry uh-huh. I don't know where it came from but wherever it came from we were blessed yes. to have witnessed it yes. because I, I just can't believe the show threw it away that's the other thing I'm mad there's uh-huh. so it was lightning in a bottle it was special uh-huh. and they just like threw it away they just tossed it out the window uh-huh. like it meant nothing uh-huh. same thing with Hawkins like he was just a background character we didn't care about like he they it, Evan Hawkins and Jimmy Nicholas deserved better Uh also the chemistry that Jimmy and Hanako have deserved better like Uh I oh man if I could pick up those two actors and place them in like a romantic comedy I would Uh do it right this second Uh because that magic needs to be on my screen again at Uh some point Uh mm-hmm I just mm-hmm. can't get over it. It's Mm-mm. it's the reason we all loved it so much was because mm-hmm. of the two of them and the way they played off of each other. And I mean, it, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't have it for long. Mm-hmm. I'm crying again, <laughs> but at least we had it. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, so, can somebody do me like a huge favor and actually make the compilation of all the hot comedy moments, please? That way, like the happy without moments. Without the, the show, death scene? Yeah, all the happy moments. Cause I've said it before. Like I wanted just like, all the makeout scenes but can we, can we just make like a really long like hopefully maybe it's 45 minutes maybe in total i'm just all comedy scenes and put it on youtube and, it and
0: just tag us in it please stops with the i love you's after yep. the lunch date we yep. do We acknowledge yep. nothing yep. after no. that, oh that though, I, please. Wanna, I don't have those just, skills i'm never gonna watch that episode again but if i do yep. i'm cutting it off after the lunch yep. date yep. that's it that's nope. where it ends nope. <laughs> because i cannot handle the rest of it i yeah, I think that's a good idea. I also I don't this is not gonna happen because I know people love angst, but can the fandom like stop putting the death scene in the Hakami fan bids? Because I don't Because <laughs> it's very triggering. Like I, there's they put happy Hakami moments and then bam, I'm like, I don't please, please no. I have to scroll very quickly through Twitter right now. Yeah. I'm like, I really don't want to see Jimmy dead again. I know please don't make me. Uh Um, Yes. So that's a very special request that I know nobody will fulfill. And that's Uh fine. I get it. You know, feel your feelings, make your art, but don't be offended if I scroll very quickly past every single one of them. Yeah. yeah. So I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I just take a moment to say, um, see, I can't, I, every time I'm going to cry every time. this is terrible I'm so sorry um I can't I can't say it oh come on Logan stop crying oh my god um just best of luck to Mm -hmm. Jimmy anything that he does in the future I hope he books something spectacular Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's a massive hit Mm -hmm. and we get to say that like we knew him when you know I I just Mm -hmm. I hope that he gets everything he wants whatever his professional goals are I just hope it all works out yeah,
1: I mean, we both and know hope... this was just, like, launching point for you, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. This is There's only bigger, better, brighter things to come for you, and we're
0: very excited. For and... real. And please keep everybody in the fandom updated on what you do next. Like, mm-hmm. gosh, please let us know. We will show up. Mm-hmm. We will show up and support mm-hmm. you so loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I just need reassurance. I'm going to see your face again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. that would make me feel a lot better right now no pressure mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what you want to do but like please let us know the next time we can see you in something mm-hmm. um yeah uh, and just like also you're probably not going to hear this but thank you for like responding to the messages on instagram because mm-hmm. that really made my night on a really bad night i sent and I the screenshots happy. i sent the screenshots to kim and i was like oh my Girl? yeah he said love you both he knows there's two hosts of this podcast i know it. wait what <laughs>
1: don't still don't, don't want to comprehend that in my head a little bit like
0: and i don't want to like give all the mess but it was just yeah. like it was just this moment of like wait he knows that there are two of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not used to people knowing that, <laughs> that mm-hmm. there's no. what we are because mm-hmm. we're just not me and said, molly's is like the big podcast right like that's the one everybody knows so that's fine but i feel like we're just so like you know under the radar Uh (laughs) it was just I was like oh my god Uh (laughs) hi Uh um and he also replied a while back you remember I was putting on Instagram accidentally Amy the book I was like this is a Hakami book he actually did reply to that and Uh he was like I'm honored and I was Uh like oh my god shut up Uh like in my head I didn't say that to him but in my head I was like shut up he did not just reply to this right Uh (laughs) now I freaked Uh out I sent it to the pod squad and I was Uh like what do I do yeah so if I ever spaz out on you Jimmy when you if you ever message us before just know that it's because I am internally freaking out and I'm trying to be cool Uh and calm and collected and not seem like a total dork (laughs) Which is nearly impossible for me. Just going to be real. But we just Um,
1: appreciate you, Jimmy. We enjoy your work and just hope to see you again on something very soon.
0: Yes, please update all your socials the minute you book something else. So that Mm -hmm. we know that we're going to see you again in something. Honestly, I have a request. If you could just like Mm -hmm. for all the rom-coms. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you will get one because you have that special kind of charisma that they look for in romantic leads Mm -hmm. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying also Gina and I have decided that everybody who leaves one Chicago now needs to be on Hallmark Uh so go do that (laughs) we've just decided every time an actor leaves one Chicago they just need to go do Hallmark movies so that we can see their faces at least guaranteed once a year Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Tori's doing that now and I every time I see Tori in a Hallmark movie I get so happy because I'm like hey Uh Tori DeVito Uh um please all the one chicago actors if you leave any of the shows just go do a hallmark movie at least one and that way Mm -hmm. when it's countdown to christmas it'll come on every year Mm -hmm. and i'll get to see your face Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's my request to everybody (laughs) especially jimmy Mm
1: -hmm. very Mm -hmm. point so (laughs) should we move on to some listener thoughts from
0: yes let's do that for sure
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um I'm going to pull up. Are you going to do Katie's? I can do Katie, which once again, Katie, we shout out Katie. We love Katie. We adore love her. love
1: Katie. She's our, it, it's, I, I don't, I, I don't know if we've mentioned it before. Logan, like, we just had this wonderful thing of when the three of us connected back when Betsy was first maybe becoming a thing and we just Bretzy, enjoyed it. And so it's just been a wonderful thing to kind of, that I'm always going to, I'm still annoyed with and upset with Chicago Fire, but I'm never going to be mad that it brought the three of us together.
0: No, definitely not. Yeah
1: we both adore katie we love you and so just you can still yell at us about chicago fire all you want because we'll have please well i don't know
0: if she's mm, so let you get to her message yeah
1: so as far as what katie told us she was very very i i I don't know what the right phrase is maybe mad angry gutted (laughs) i rate so yeah so i'll kind of go through her message to us now she's saying i'm gutted it's been over an hour since fire ended and i'm sitting in silence I'm going back and forth between white hot anger and devastating sadness. Anger seems to be winning, though. What was the purpose of killing Hawkins? If this is a story to push Vala back together, then Derek and Andrea are fucked in the head, which honestly, still, I, I can quite agree with that a little bit. I agree. And then um, her next part was that Hakami was that shit for me. Ship, not shit. <laughs> Ship for me. Which, I mean, it was I mean, the shit. Yeah, it was. I mean. It honestly was. <laughs> It's, I'm talk I'm talking one of my god-tier all-time favorite chips, which, yeah, that was for a lot of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, that chemistry was next level. I
1: know. I know. And then to have it so cruelly taken from me like this for Derek Haas' stupid ass to get his jollies is sick. Yeah, once again, just reiterating on the fact that that was trauma for no reason whatsoever.
0: Um, shock and, value only. That's messed up. Yeah.
1: And from the bottom of my cold, black heart, fuck him and fuck this show which honestly I I get
0: Katie fully support that I I agree (laughs) Mm -hmm. like I said I'm not watching fire anymore because I don't trust Derek so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm with you yeah and she knows I'm with her because we've talked about it Mm at length I yeah Katie 100% agree for me Mm -hmm. I I'm with you it was messed up honestly it was it is it the decision and the playing with the fandom aspect of it i told katie to me it feels a little tiny bit sociopathic just a yeah. smidge yeah. yeah smidge. you enjoy it a little too much yeah. um <laughs> but i and i'm not holding back here like i we told gina earlier gina was like don't hold back i'm like oh don't no. worry no we won't
1: <laughs> i mean you're talking um, to the people who just before we kind of tried to be better about timing we would just happily talk for five hours about oh, yeah. whatever we want this one but yeah. trust me
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah no um i oh man there's just so much about it that's fucked up yeah, yeah. there's it's it's all and the see because we did the facetime with you know the pod squad mm-hmm. after and literally all we did for most of the night was sit there in silence Uh angry crying whatever it was it was like we didn't have words Uh and for people who have podcasts that's a big deal um so very much katie we did the same thing where Uh we just like and katie and i were on we're like texting back and forth that night and it was the same thing it was like we just didn't know Uh what to say Uh and i've never fire has never done that to me fire has never left me so deep in my feelings that there are no words. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it. they crossed the line. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get to Helene. So she actually sent us, Um. A, she always sends us the best mm-hmm. longest emails and mm-hmm. I love it. She's like our, our one regular emailer and um, she's the best but she actually sent us an email that was about one chicago and fire country so she has a second half of this that we're going to get to later Mm -hmm. but i highlighted because the email's so long i'm not going to be able to read all of it i highlighted the sections that i thought were important as far as how i feel like most of the fandom is reacting like i feel like she's speaking for a lot of people in this email um so she starts out with her introductions And then she says, last week in One Chicago was dot, dot, dot. There's really no word to describe it accurately. Brutal, violent, devastating. None of this seems to even begin to cover it. PD was rough and didn't really make that much sense in my opinion, but really it doesn't hold a candle to the slap in the face that was fire. Now, full disclosure, I didn't watch the episode, just the end scene floating on Twitter and I will and I never will. Ooh, relatable. Don't. It's okay. Um, 1103 will forever be the episode that shall not be named. Yes. Correct. Which is not what mm-hmm. you want. Just Mm-mm. saying. Mm-mm. Um, and she said, uh, the fuckers did it. They killed Hawkins. <laughs> um i wish i could say i can't believe it but really the writing was on the wall they had a gold mine a freaking gold mine and they blew it all up in a random episode like evan hawkins was a background character don't they know hakami saved season 10 single-handedly breathed life back into chicago fire after jesse spencer left yes mm-hmm. yes girl 100 percent. i agree with that completely and i don't think they know that i don't think they care if they do know that mm-hmm. it's just wrong um And then she says, let's face it, they can talk all they want about wanting to see Violet handle the grief and the fact that you can't save everyone. But, oh, come on, it's cutting off the image. There it is. There we go. And how you can't save everyone, but really, they might explore that for one or two episodes, and then they'll focus back on her love life, bring her back to Gallo, because God forbid you focus on something other than a female character's romantic life, and she put in parentheses, see Sylvie Bret- Bretzi break up and teasers about a new potential love interest. <laughs> uh uh-huh. hmm yeah they did that whole speech about how sylvie's choosing herself and then literally in the next paragraph they were like it's gonna be fun to see who she reconnects with we have a big surprise what uh-huh. she, she's not choosing herself then you're just making her available for romantic plot lines down uh-huh. the road whatever uh-huh. that's a side point and then she finishes it up with my heart is broken. I am sad and angry and it feels hopeless. So many of things have changed in the last couple of seasons and none of it works. I want to be done with the show, but I don't know that I can. Not sure what that says about me. Uh-huh. I don't think it says anything about you. I think it says that you love those characters and, I mean, and you have an attachment to a show that was a comfort uh-huh. for nine seasons. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it just means that you want the show. You have Hope uh-huh. that the show will somewhere down the road be what it was, uh-huh. and that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Not everybody should be like me and just be like "fuck that, I'm done." <laughs> I got, I get it. Um, uh-huh. I so Helene, thank you for that. Uh-huh. I honestly, I think there are a lot of people out there that feel exactly the same way you do. I am one of them. Uh-huh. Kim is one of them. Katie uh-huh. is probably one of them uh-huh. as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, yeah. 100% agree um and then we had we did have some like tweets on twitter and stuff um see if i can pull any of them up real quick our twitter has been kind of nuts because of fire country and i love it uh-huh um let's see if we can go back hmm Yeah, Fire Country has just like took over all of our notifications. <laughs> well, because I tweeted a I
1: left tweeted the episode I know.
0: It was great. <laughs> okay. I think now we're getting back into it here. Let's see. Oh yeah, the actress that plays um a uh, Doctor Cravas. Yeah, she uh she quote tweeted us. I know. Look
1: at you, Kim. Wow, That's awesome. Well, because I still, I still attest from that scene. Dr. Charles was being a bit condescending in that scene. He He was.
0: was. Yeah. Like when he talks to her, well, it's great that you read the literature, that line. Yeah. That was a little, that was a little touch and uh go. Okay. So here we go. So there's one where we asked for their opinions on one Chicago and this is from Nicole Marie Smith. And she did each one like med fire Uh PD and she was like med whatever. (laughs) And then FIRE, all caps. How dare they kill Hawkins off? So not fair. And then PD. We all knew Jesse was leaving, so no shocker there. Uh And then I feel like we had another one. Let me do this. Yeah, here it is. And then Applebottom was like, Med, couldn't tell you what happened. (laughs) And then FIRE, fuck you. (laughs) And then PD, what the fuck? that's accurate and she says they say my thoughts could use some time to process but i doubt they'll expand much beyond that anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) accurate we share that sentiment for sure Mm -hmm. um and i don't remember if we had any other responses i just remember those two specifically Mm -hmm. um and then we did have like one person reach out to us on instagram and she was like i have mixed feelings i'm very sad (laughs) it's like i'm so sorry Like I, yeah, um, we feel that. We feel that very much. Um, yeah, that was, reach out to us. Um, Upstead H X J, that was her. She messaged me. She was like, I want to talk about that and I have mixed feelings and I'm sad. <laughs> it's like, everybody is, I understand. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, but for future reference, you guys, um, you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram, Where like Kim manages the Twitter. I manage the Instagram. So you'll be talking to one of us. Uh Um, Uh I hop onto the Instagram every now and then. Like (laughs) if I see something, I'm like, oh, we need to retweet that. Um, But you can also email us at podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com. And that's ladies spelled correctly. (laughs) Not like the weird spelling we have on Twitter. Um, So anytime you have thoughts that you just need somewhere to put them, Put them in our inbox. Uh-huh. We're totally fine with that. Uh-huh. Um, we post like the little I made a little like graphic for us with every, all the contact on it. So we post that every now and then. Kim will uh-huh. post that like every time she live tweets. Yeah. Um, so look out for that if if you know you want to know where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, our email. Uh-huh. It'll be on that. We'll try to make it more prominent uh-huh. as we go forward. Um, but yeah, all oh, I did wanna say I did post um a commie picture and there were some replies <laughs> um one person her name is uh burzex feed she said um but she says but they say he's dead but Bowden says let them do their job and they take him away but nobody says that he's dead like brett doesn't step in right away to say he's dead so i'm confused oh, i hate to be the one to unconfuse you and i did reply to her on instagram but just like um he's dead i'm sorry but he is there was there was no chance to save him he was dead when they pulled the rubble off of him also i uh having seen the pictures now because they're all over there's blood coming out of his ear nope just no. we're not going to talk about it no nope. no so he's he's definitely dead
1: Mm-mm.
0: i hate it you hate it we mm-hmm. all hate it but mm-hmm. he um and because the post that i put was like a the picture of them from the lunch date and i was like what do you mean this isn't where the episode ended as uh-huh. far as i know nothing else happened uh-huh. and people replied like same and they lived happily ever no. after the end that was no. heather murphy and then um this is my favorite one <laughs> crystal hope on instagram she was like self-care is ending the episode after the lunch date
1: uh-huh. <laughs> correct
0: i agree, I agree. <laughs> and then somebody replied this is um i can't say this kawahara 13 nin said more like ending the series after the lunch date Mm. i'm I'm fine with that i'm not watching it anymore so Mm -hmm. that's fine (laughs) um yeah so that was like our social media interactions there i just think those those were pretty funny Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah so, there you go. So, that's sort of our interactions here. Again, I'm going to reiterate you can always reach out to us across any of them. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And we're more than happy to hear from you and to talk uh-huh. to you about it and continue the conversation outside of the episodes, hopefully about happier things, which uh-huh. we're going to get to uh-huh. now that we're done with this portion. Uh-huh. So, um, if you did watch Fire Country, stay tuned. Keep uh-huh. listening. Uh-huh. Um, if not, stop go watch it Uh and then come back (laughs) Uh because that's our next part next we're going to talk about the new series from cbs starring max tyriot i learned how to say his name Uh hello um it's chair it sounds like chariot but it's tyriot Uh Mm -hmm. anyways um yes so come back for that if you've watched it if not like i said stop here Mm-hmm. don't because we're going to spoil you and you don't want to be spoiled for no, the premiere. because it was no. they like relied on twists and turns and oh it was God. awesome yeah so, so please don't let us spoil the no. twists for you seriously so, stop here if you haven't yeah. watched fire country stop now stop now and then come back later <laughs> yeah. come back yeah come back later <laughs>